Welcome back to Sky Sport Radio here on a Tuesday morning on The Pace with Michael Guerin for the next 10 minutes or so discussing all things harness racing. It's a big night actually in harness racing in Victoria tonight. They have their Vic Bread semi-finals, if you want to catch that on Sky. The biggest of them goes at 9 o'clock. It's Hurricane Harley versus Lockenbar Art, who might be, might be the best horse in Australia. He's got one on the second line today, tonight. Should be a very, very interesting race. A small sprinkling of New South Wales horses there. But today we also race at Menangle. A great chance to catch up with the king of Menangle. I know that's probably embarrassing for him to hear, but Luke McCarthy, I think that's pretty fair if we can call you the king of Menangle, can't we? Good morning, Michael. I take it it was a no. <laughs> we'll skip that one. <laughs> well, let's talk about, um, we'll discuss some of the better horses coming up shortly. But there's a horse racing today. It's a Tuesday afternoon at Menangle. There's seven races. First one goes just after 2 o'clock, 2.03. Usually these race days are for the horses coming through the grades. But there's a horse racing the other day, Luke, which I think is pretty darn good. And I spoke to your business partner, Craig Cross, recently. He was very excited about race three, number nine, Muscle Factory. Yeah, everyone knows Muscle Factory. Mick, obviously, you know, Shane and Lauren have done a massive job with him. He won a Victorian derby and, you know, he'd always had a good good record and he, he obviously done a tendon in his last start for them when he in the New South Wales derby and, that's why he's off the scene for so long. Um, you know, the owners really looked after him, gave him a big spell and had plenty of time for that 10 and the sort of set and touch wood. He's worked up really good this time and he's sound and his leg looks, yeah, really good. But Menangle's never an easy place to go when you are fresh up. He's had a trial recently and, and bolted in and won 54.2. I know he'll improve on what he does this afternoon, but I would have thought he might have a few lengths on most of these. Well, he's a class horse, Mick, and he has the luxury of coming back on such a low grade. Like, obviously, if he'd come back and was well up in grade, he probably would have had to have had two or three trials, but the fact that he comes in fits a normal two um, on the handicapping, yeah, it's just it's a perfect starting point for him. And he went 54 at the trials, and I was pretty much spending the whole trial just trying to slow him down, teach him to be a racehorse, because, of course, he's racing pattern was just burn out and run flat out all the time. But as he gets up and grade, you'll have to be versatile. Okay. What does he feel like to you? You know more about good horses than anybody else in New South Wales. What sort of horse does he feel like to you? Oh, he's a re- really good horse, Mick. And he's already proved that. It's just a matter of keeping him sound. He'll, he'll go right through to all the good races later on if he stays down. Is he a horse who could potentially, I know it's a fair way off and there's lots of Things could happen between now and then, but potentially be a horse who could race in a Newcastle mile or even contest heats of the Miracle Mile at Manu. Well, I think ability wise, for sure, it may just be a touch early for him to race all in good old seasoned horses. You know, you'd think perhaps getting through his grades, maybe a winner carnival to sort of step him into that Grand Circuit Open Company level and then carry on with it next season, but that'll be up to the owners. With a tendon injury like that, do you have to work it? a little bit quieter, or what do you do with a horse who has had that issue? Um, well, lucky you, Nick, we've got the treadmill and swim and water walker, you know, so they, he does a lot of work not on the track, um, 
particularly in the water and that. So he, he's up and fit now, and once they get racing, it's quite easy to maintain them with having those tools. Mate, in race two today, you have one night out. Arrived from South Australia without any sort of real rap on the horse. Since it's got to your property, it's it's been fantastic. And to be honest, the state of trotting in New South Wales probably looks a horse who's going to be competitive with some of the open classes. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I think he he come at a time when they were pretty weak, and um, he was right down in grade. You know, so he had the luxury of winning those up to sixty fives because he was down to thirty eight points or something. So he did win a lot of cheap races and probably flattered him a little bit. He's okay. He's no star, but he just trots and gets the job done. In a one fifty five eight mile though, um, under his last under his belt last start, I would have thought he probably be too good for most of them today. Maybe A. Orang, he's got a chance of keeping up with them, but I thought most of these, he had the wood on again. Yeah, he, he goes good, Mick, but he's he's not like, you know, he's not a boom horse that you'd be talking about too much. Yeah. Mate, you've got the croupier in race four today. Um, again, horse who's, who's joined you from New Zealand this time. Ran second at Newcastle, fresh up uh, when uh, you guys had only had it for a little while. A good winner last time out at 151.6. Clearly a horse with more wins at the pink. Yeah, I really like this horse, Mick. He's um, last start, he, I pretty much was parked. I dropped in a couple of times yeah, when when I could, but I had to sort of pretty much be the one coming first over in 51, and I was really impressed with him. So, look, he'll, he'll go really good again today. Okay, rating 65 can be tricky. Uh, at Benangle. It doesn't look an overly strong rating, 65. You, you think he would probably win? I like him, yeah. I think he's going to go right through the grades. Red Reactor's a nice horse, but uh, you know, he, he beat him last time and we've got the door to be in front of him, so I, I think he should go really good. Mate, in race five, you drive on to your mum um, and underworked. Um, looks been around a fair while. Uh, not bad last time, I thought. He's been around forever. He's, he's a cool old horse. He's Always consistent, picks up checks, but um, a little awkwardly drawn with Don Boston inside him. If he if they're drawn to be on the pegs, he's probably a really good chance, but just from that draw is going to be a bit tricky. Last on the card today makes the claimer, and oh, I can't really work the claimers out of an angle. They seem to almost take turns. <laughs> who has a win, depending on who feels like it on the day. But you're on Young American for David Thorne, and that's been doing a good job. Yeah, he's lovely old horse, he's honest, and I know Thorny sort of managed him back from the leg issue, and he's, he looks like he's just working back to his best form now. Mate, a race meeting that's been close to your heart for a long time is uh, is the Bathurst meeting coming up on Boxing Day night, the Shirley, Turnbull, uh, the Shirley Memorial, of course Turnbull Memorial, was obviously a race which is important to your family. Um, you've got Ultra Orlando heading here this week, I thought the long distance of the race could maybe find a few of these horses out, but Ultra Orlando will probably enjoy it. I think this is it'll, it'll he'll really um, this race will really suit him. Nicky, you know, he won it last year and he loves the distance. He's you know, and and to be fair, he's probably a better chaser. So look, if they go hard early, which looks like there's a fair bit of speed with where you're bopping and all the rest of it, he was very impressive Saturday night. He's going to be hard to beat, but with a few of the better horses off the back row. Uncle Sam and 408 in good form. Hopefully, if Alder can get the right card into the race, he, he should go good. Mate, I see you're not going there on Saturday night. Have you thought to yourself you'll send Dad up to drive the horse? Dad's been driving him, Mick, and he's going to the meeting, so he, he, he was keen to, to drive him in the race. 
But a horse who won for the stable on Saturday night with expensive ego, and, and there's a little bit of muscle factory about the story, obviously formerly trained by somebody else, real boom horse, um, and then he's ended up in your barn and won pretty impressively at 151, won the other day. What do you make of him? He must give you a good feel, surely. Yeah, he's a, he's a really good horse. He, um, he always has been. He won the size at, in Brisbane as a two-year-old with David Thorne and David done a really good job. He, he has he has a bow tendon as well, um, you know. So just hopefully he stays sound. It's just managing thing, but um, ability wise, he's definitely got it. Um, just hopefully he stays sound. But on Saturday night, you guys had the unusual experience of not winning the free for all. Where you did bopping took out the free for all. He heads to Bathurst on Saturday night. What did you make of the run of cash and flow? Because he's been so amazingly good over the last year that to actually see him beating sounds disappointing, even if it was or wasn't. Uh, he was disappointing, Mickey. Like, a few times I've had that run where I've just sat him up midfield and just blown him away, running his last half and 53 flat. Um, he didn't... He, he Yeah, he just... He sort of floundered, I thought, the last 70 metres, and um, whereas normally he'd be hitting the line. So, look, something not 100% there. The vet's coming today to, to go right over him. OK. What about King of Swing? He was obviously... Super um, at Albion Park. It was a, a wonderful drive too, buddy, on that occasion. Does he head back to Victoria for what could be a red-hot Hunter Cup, or does he stick around at home and defend that miracle mile? Oh, he'll, he'll definitely go to the Hunter Cup. Nick, he's um, went, you know, he's sort of really seasoned up now, and he'll just be set for all the feature races. He went to Brisbane, was really good. He's had a nice week off, sort of getting back here, and um. He'll just work up and have a run in Sydney, maybe one or two, and then go to the Hunter Cup. It's a funny situation to be in, Luke, because he's the Grand Circuit champion. He defends the Hunter Cup, the Miracle Mile, and the Blacks are fake. And yet, a lot of people, well, I'm not sure what your opinion on this is, would say that Lock and Barat might be a better horse after what he did to King of Swing in the Victoria Cup. Is that fear, or do you think King of Swing, just because of that one defeat, can't be undermined by the Lock and Varart fans. Oh, I personally don't think there's a lot between them, Mick, and you know, it's just great for a sport that we have these sort of horses around, and obviously Hurricane Harley looks like he keeps stepping up, and then yeah, whatever Mark and that bring over, like it just makes for great racing, but look, I, I personally wouldn't swap him for any other horse in Australasia. You talk about Mark and Natalie. Obviously, Mark Purden's taking a step away from training, probably after the Miracle Mile Carnival. Is he somebody who would stay at your place when he comes over now? Because I know he has in the past. He stayed at your place. He sent horses um, to Cobbery. But, of course, you guys have a lot of open-class horses there yourselves and a lot of Miracle Mile contenders. So would you still see yourself working in with him or his owners? Oh, of course, Mark. Mark and that are always welcome to stay. Just last time, Nick, they had to stop at Meningle because they had so many coming over in that eight or ten big team. You know, it's just hard to fit that many in, but they're they're always welcome and they're so professional. So sort of, that's good. Mate, the yearlings are turning two uh, next week. It's, it's sort of an odd thing to say in the middle of summer. Um, how do you guys approach that with your yearlings which are becoming two because usually they would be two by now and therefore they would be potentially even close to racing what are you guys going to do with your babies because obviously in North America 
we don't see the babies to halfway during the year. They're barely seen and they go very, very slow. And then all of a sudden they turn up at the races and improve by about five seconds. What are you guys thinking with your two-year-old with this change of season and how are you going to approach that? Um, look, we're really happy with it, Nick. It's, um, you know, it just gives you opportunity to not have to push them babies so hard early for them early races. Like Obviously, the ones that are paid up for Bathurst and the APG, they're sort of in work, getting ready for them races now. But the ones that are more size stakes, you know, those challenge horses, they'll, well, they can just they can have another couple of months rest and just get laid, get ready through the winter for for them series that they're eligible for. Do you sort of see it being a, a, a two-year-old season where you have a start of the season, then a break, and then the back end of the season being the really busy time? Oh, for sure. Like everyone will be getting their two-year-olds ready for Bathurst, and then the APG rolls on not far after that. So and then there's just nothing through that winter period. So everyone gives the luxury of being able to give their babies a bit of a break. Mate, over the next couple of weeks or, or even a bit longer for the, the Sky Sport Radio listeners, what's a horse we could look out for? Obviously, Muscle Factory today is very short, and, and I would presume he's going to be winning. Have you got something else you've trialled or a horse to look out for, or maybe even the Croupier today is a horse for us to follow? Well, I think um, the Croupier is a good one to follow. He'll keep working through the grades, and um, I think if expensive ego stays sound, he's, he'll be sort of... He'll get set for the um, MO Heat final coming up in the new year in Sydney, then he'll head to the Bonanza on other cup nights. There are a couple of good ones to follow. Mate, um, it's been an unusual year. Harness Racing New South Wales have kept the machine going. We're hearing that the stakes are, are going to increase on January 1. The stakes at Menango are going to get back to, to where they need to be. You guys are heavily invested. You're you're obviously at the top of the tree in harness racing in New South Wales and in Australia. What's one thing you would like to change or add or something that you think we could do better or on your wish list for 2021? Um, I think the handicapping can be looked at, um, and and I've already spoken to David Watson. Um, I think there'll be some big changes after the Miracle Mile Carnival, so um, I think that's going to be a good thing for the sport and you know, be able at the moment, you win your MO and you're in that divided state. It's very hard for horses that go from an MO straight into a pretty open company. Only a few can handle it, like where you're bopping and them sort of horses. But it does kill a lot of them just horses that could win their one. So I think once they change that back to what well, sort of like the old system, will be better for everyone. Mate, we appreciate your time right throughout the year. I can't guarantee we're not going to pester you between now and December 31, the end of the season, mate. But, look, thanks for everything you do for harness racing, Luke. Uh, I promise not to embarrass you next time by calling you the king of Manangle. Mate, to you and Belinda and the kids, have a great Christmas, mate. Thanks very much. Same to you, Nick. That's Luke McCarthy. Um, they bring another good horse, him and Craig Cross, to Manangle today at Muscle Factory. It's only paying a dollar twenty-five, so I'm not going to insult you by telling you you should back it. But if you feel like having a bit today, maybe a multi for it and the croupier may give you a reason to yell at the television. To all our friends in Sydney and right around New South Wales, stay safe. We know it's a tricky time coming up for you all. We hope for some better news in coming days. After the short break, we'll be back with more racing on Sky Sport Radio.